I'm Sean Seymour. Jack. Catherine. And Nick. And we are the Electrifying Truth. And in today's podcast, we will be discussing violence, tradition, religion, and media, and how that works in the book, The Power. You know, I think violence is like mentioned really early in the book, where like, like when the two guys were in his house, when in her house, and she just like shocked them. And <laughs> well, like Roxy tries to like fight the men yeah. and like that's where she discovers yeah. her like yeah. I guess you could call it like a superpower like her electrostatic yeah, shock and she scares the men like, mm-hmm. yeah they're not expecting that from a young girl yeah. like she's able to like hurt the men but like it's like not like enough from you know them like knocking out yeah like yeah she, she couldn't control play. the power, like, she couldn't... She like, couldn't control it. Yeah, she yeah, didn't she know she had it. Yeah. I think she shocked herself Something awoken in her. Yeah. Yeah. Like, her mom was still under her control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And, um, her mother did get, like, she kind of got murdered, too. Yeah. yeah. Because of, because of the fight mm-hmm. with the two guys. Yeah, and she does hear the two guys say that they didn't think the Roxy would be there. They thought it was only the mom in the house. Mm-hmm. So they weren't going for Roxy, like yeah. off the bat, but that's what ended up happening. That's, yeah, something that just popped out at them. They're like, yeah, like they said, tell, like, tell my friends, tell your member, not the girl. So I think, yeah. But like Roxy's like father does get like revenge though. Yeah, yeah. so does Roxy. That's what like Roxy's mom was saying. Like. And I guess that's where violence kind of comes into play. like. Mm-hmm. An eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, like they killed Roxy's mom and then and Roxy's she, father yeah. goes for the two men yeah. and murders them. That's actually right off the bat in the story. Yeah, this I know, violence is like the first thing that yeah. happens yeah. in the story. And like people are dying like left and right. Yeah. Um, criminals? Oh yeah, Primrose. Primrose. That's how she like gets her revenge by killing Primrose. Yeah, like Primrose is the one that sent the guys to attack her mom. Yeah. Then they ended up killing her. Mm-hmm. It was an order to attack. Which is perfectly justified, I think. Imagine if you were in the boots. Imagine if you were in Roxanne's boots, like. Wouldn't you do the same thing? Yeah, I think I'd want, like, revenge, yeah, obviously. Definitely. Especially because it didn't need to happen. Yeah, like, she knew she had power. Yeah. I think, like, violence is, like, all throughout the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, from start to the ending to where we ended off, like, there was not, like, there was minimal breaks between different actions of violence. Yeah, and there's the riots that were happening mm-hmm. around the world with all the women. Yeah, because they were discovering their newfound power. Mm-hmm. This power, I think, it has to be used like responsibly. Like uh, if we said, like Roxy didn't even know she had it, and like I guess you know if she kind of like knew she did, mm-hmm. she kind of could have took action earlier. And you know who knows? Maybe Roxy's mother would still be alive. Yeah. And I think that like, a lot of people want to hear about power, but I think they should just learn to control it. Yeah, they could like, definitely use it for good. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of them just like using it for fun. Mm-hmm. Didn't didn't wasn't there someone who, like, who didn't have control like fully like. There was, I thought there was one. Oh, was it like oh, in the Mar- supermarket? Mar- uh, yeah. Margo's yeah. daughter. Yeah. Oh. Jocelyn. Yeah, Jocelyn didn't have control. Yeah. Yeah, they like set up this camp to mm-hmm. help control. Yeah. And she she hurt someone without meaning to do it, which made her look bad. But she wasn't trying to be violent. Yeah. All oh, right. Yeah. Is it like Margot? Like Margot like forces her to like shock her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like. Because she doesn't understand like what the power is yet. Yeah. And she kind of wants like believe that it's like. Yeah. That it's real. Yeah. But, like, she knew the power after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, the power kind of, like, awakened her, I guess you could say. And it's like we're happy seeing it in real world affecting people we know. Wildness. In the real world? Yeah. Like, in our... Like, in the real world. Oh, like... Violence everywhere in the real world. Yeah, there's a ton. Especially since, like, like, Mother Nature and, like, just the... Pyramid of triangle, whatever. It doesn't necessarily just need to be like animals. Like humans and humans are violence constantly. Mm-hmm. There's always competition. There's always fighting, and sometimes you just can't get out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Should we move on to religion and tradition? Yeah. Okay. So, what did you guys uh, see for like, kind of like, I guess you could say religion in the book? Yeah, like, the girl keeps saying it's, like, it's God's will, like, to give him power. Yeah. Like, yeah. God, yeah. And when Ali's in the convent, the nuns believe that it's, like, the devil taking them over. Mm-hmm. And that they have to, like, at one point they say that they should kill them all. I kind of think it's kind of like uh, witchcraft, I guess you Yeah, could that's say. what they yeah. think it is. And, like, yeah. the videos, too. Mm-hmm. They thought that was witchcraft. Yeah, like, and it also happens, like, when the girl's in the market, and mm-hmm. just... He was, that some man was, like, yelling yeah. at the girl that she's a yeah. witch. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, out of the ordinary. Yeah. They've never, like, no one's ever seen it before. Yeah, so like, like, they're just see, They think it's, like, a curse yeah. or witchcraft. And then they end up, like, starting their own... I think they end up having their own beliefs in why. Yeah. They, ha- they why they, they got they it. They have yeah. the baptism yeah. when they go into like the water all together. I feel like they took on beliefs of premature uh, pre existing religions. Yeah. Like they adopted it as their own. Yeah, and like Ali always had this voice that she's talking to. Yeah. The voice, yeah. yeah, she yeah. listens to the voice, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's like how she makes all her decisions. Yeah. Do you think that that's like an inner voice or like kind of like um, like a conscience? Yeah, mm-hmm. probably. It's either like either of her conscience, like talking to herself, or just her her inner self talking to herself, which could make her seem insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was gonna say it's like an inner being. Like I don't think like she's like, I like the nuns like possessed or anything mm-hmm. I thought it also could be like the voice of her mom because she yeah. said she lost her mom so like her mom was leading all her decisions because her life was pretty bad mm-hmm. oh, yeah, like her mom trauma. was leading her towards a better life yeah, yeah, yeah. she was calling the voice mom mm-hmm. yeah I guess she was 
What about uh for like how would that um see how that really would like imply in like today's world? I mean, normally has like superpowers. I feel like in today's world if this happened, I feel like similar there would be similar outcomes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I feel like there would be similar. I don't feel like people would be calling witchcraft just because, like, nowadays, it's, that's not just really, like, mm-hmm. a general thing you throw out or, like, you're scared of. It's like, oh, that's cool. What do you think they'd embrace it or, like, be against it? I feel like they'd be more embrace it, but still, I feel like, against, like, yeah. they are in the world. People would definitely still be scared. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, only one strength group of people who want it. Yeah. yeah. What do you guys think about for uh, tradition and the power? feel like they could create their own tradition based off of like of their own religion that they created. Yeah, I feel like yeah. down in the future they're gonna end up doing things over and over again. That's mm-hmm. gonna become a tradition for them. Yeah, like I think they're gonna have like their own rules and everything. Like how to use the power and how to control them. Yeah. 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 Like their own ways of bringing up other people other smaller children with the power. Mm-hmm. That's so and kind of like teach them how to use it responsibly. Yeah. Not for like fun or you know, use it for protection, and if you feel like you're endangered, use it. But don't use it, you know, to harm others and to cause harm on those. And they were using it for healing, like, some of them. Some of the girls in the convent were getting, had, like, problems, and one of the girls could help them using her power. Mm-hmm. You think that this, uh, this, if... Like, in time, do you think this religion that they created with their traditions would be accepted later on? Probably. I think if it, like, got more popular. Yeah, because yeah. it's, like, hard to explain the science. Yeah. It's, like, not a religious thing. I think it'd be hard to, just because of the religions, all the religions we have in today's world now, I think it would kind of be seen as, like, a cult thing with, mm-hmm. like, all the... Uh, the electrifying and all that that I think it wouldn't be seen as I wouldn't be I don't think it'd be seen like a good eye mm-hmm. yeah cause it's like like they did the MRI to like newborn girls and they'll born with it so it's like it's really hard to explain with science so I think yeah. probably more people will go into the religion mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah I agree um what do you guys feel about the media like in the power I think media is like a huge part of it because yeah. it's how the power is getting spread, like the information. Mm-hmm. It's also interesting, like how, like the Fox News or whatever, trying to control and trying to say like, to first they said like they're like an electric seal or whatever, like yeah. Yeah, CNN did uh, did like a broadcast on them and they were like they showed like like one basically only one perspective of. The, their newfound power, which was not really in a good light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, the whole thing kind of started when Toon took the video you know, and posted yeah. it online. And then he sold yeah. it to CNN, so they were yeah. able to get it everywhere. Yeah. And then he went on to, like, follow the riots that were happening. Yeah. You guys think the media is trying to create it in, like, a, a false, like, narrative that the power is harmful and it's bad and it can't be used for good? Yeah, because, yeah. like, all the videos kind of no destruction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they showed like all the violence that yeah. was happening. 
Rather than not, like the good things that were coming out of it. Yeah, they're not showing as much of the good benefits that it could provide. That's why people take videos because like it's hurting someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, but that's the only thing where like people online can see, so that kind of creates it. They don't show you part of it. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. A, they create a false narrative for yeah. people to watch, and that's what they're afraid of. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think the big differences are between these three terms? Um, like, I feel like, well, the next question is, are they synonyms? And I don't feel yeah. like they are, because violence can have, like, a big impact on basically just the destructive manner and how you treat other people or, like, an animal or, like, your violent actions. Well, tradition and media that can come, like, violence can be in there, but I feel like tradition and media is more about, like, your, like, your identity and mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. And media is part of one's tradition and religion. So I feel like they intertwine, but they do have different meanings and are used for separate scenarios. Yeah, I feel like they are related, but like they're not similar. You definitely can't use one's violence as a tradition or religion. Yeah, yeah. that wouldn't make sense. Yeah. yeah. Why do you think it's important to know the connotation of each? So we can understand the manner that it's like being used, mm-hmm. like for violence. Like we should understand that it's not like it's not used in like a bad way. Like all of them using their power. Like Roxy was trying to use hers to protect her mother, and that's when she found out her identity and how much power she had within herself. Like the differences between the power and the real world aren't really that different. I feel like this, the power that all these women are getting are inside like a lot of people. They're just not showing it like these people are in the book. I feel mm-hmm. like the book just makes one's inner self out like come out more. Yeah. And if it was in the real real world, there wouldn't be any powers. But I feel like someone's voice could be acted on as a power. Mm-hmm. One's voice and actions. Yeah, like it's funny when like the mom tells his uh, tell her boy to like uh, don't go out late or like always stay in my sight. Yeah. Like they're now afraid of pro. And they so. separate the schools. Yeah, and like yeah. that boys only buzz and mm-hmm. things like that. I feel like that's a good wrap up. Yeah. 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 Uh, All right, well, this is Electrifying Truth, and we just finished episode one. Thank you for listening. I'm Sean Seymour. Jack. Catherine. And Nick. And we are the Electrifying Truth. So in today's podcast discussion, we will, as a group, be talking about the central themes and character development in the book the power um so yeah let's just get straight into it um uh men's power is a sexual theme yeah and like men taking control mm-hmm. yeah 
feel like men are taking more action now that they're are really afraid. Uh, a few examples of men taking power is the policemen beating a girl because they were yeah. threatened, and yeah. then obeyed them later. Yeah, they she needed to go to the hospital clearly, and they wouldn't take her. And it took two hundred women showing up to the police station to get them to li listen to them. You know, like men are starting to realize like they have to do something. Yeah, and if those women didn't show up, you know, God knows what would have happened to, you know, yeah. the person, the lady got beaten up, like... They probably uh, wouldn't have done anything. Yeah. yeah, it was like forced action by those women. Just like the men being really scared just makes them so violent mm -hmm. in the fact that they're like not thinking clearly, I guess. Yeah, they're say, just like acting out of their... Yeah, they're fear. acting out of... like irrationality yeah. yeah it's not really i guess you could say it's provoked but like not really they're just being more the women are being more outward mm -hmm. well they are in like a distraught like fear yeah. and like they are very fearful of like women they look at them differently they don't they kind of look at them as a threat to society and like that they can be harmful to society and hurt others and that the power's bad and they're teaching like young boys are just like learning that women are scary from mm -hmm. a young age like their parents are teaching them to stay away from them to, like take precautions whenever they go anywhere like, yeah, it's like part be. of the education mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's like um like a separation now between like men and women um going on because of this and it's like it's kind of like discriminating just because women have the power and they're scared of them. There's like a hatred against men and women. Really sexist. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. throughout the entire uh, 100 pages that you read. Yeah, I feel like the guys are getting more and more sexist. Well, they're sexist because they're frightened, I believe. Yeah. Them. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> also, um, the part in the mall where they tell Tunde to show up and he's like waiting around to see what's going to happen because mm -hmm. the guys are plotting like an attack on yeah. all the women just to prove a point. Yeah, it, like just to prove like a point, not even like... Not even to hurt them yeah. necessarily. It's just like, oh, we're going to attack these people for no reason just to show our side of the... just to show our side of like the argument, basically. But like, that's just... That's, that's like, anger. Mm -hmm. That's just pure anger there. Mm -hmm. I feel like religion, it could be a very much like, well instated theme. You said religion. Shatter. Yeah, religion. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, a lot of the men think it has to do with like the devil yeah. taking mm -hmm. over the women. And doesn't uh. Doesn't like one of the people get more religious throughout the like throughout the, the stages? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you but think some women want to like avoid the power? Like, like some women would like wouldn't want to have that ability. I feel like it depends on the person. Uh huh. But so far, I don't think we've seen people who don't want it. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure there's some women that just would rather not have it. Yeah. Well, because it's probably, like, teachings in, like, households and churches, like, saying that it is the devil and, like, yeah. um, it's witchcraft and if you have it, it's not good. And, like, 
I just think that there's got to be like some girls that are like, I'm scared of it. I don't want it. I don't want to have that ability. Yeah, yeah like if they're like they're learning the religious side of it, then they yeah. probably are like ashamed to have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They probably want to get rid of that. Do you think if they didn't want to have it, do you think it'd be because it makes them a target or because they just didn't want to have it because of their religion? Like a target? I wouldn't say a target, but because of like the religious teachings that would be taught in, the ha- in, like, in a household in church. And um, what we said about how it's like kind of like being possessed, people are depicting it as, and like it's like the devil inside of you. I think that would often that that frighten me. Like I I wouldn't want to hear that, and I wouldn't I wouldn't want anything to do with that if that's what like I heard. Yeah, like they don't know where they got the power from. Mm -hmm. They're afraid, and like they're just different from everyone else. And the way people look at you will be like looked down upon because of something you can't really help. Yeah. yeah, you'd look at it as like a threat. Yeah. That's what you'd be looked at as. Yeah, you're, you're, already look, you're already looked down upon because of just getting it. Like, imagine, like, being, believing that you yourself have been possessed by, like, the devil. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. people are telling lies to you that one day you could think it's actually true. Yeah. It could change someone's whole idea of who they believe themselves to be. Mm-hmm. I think like Margaret, like I say, you know, as a mayor, she definitely doesn't want this to happen. It just creates a lot of difficulty yeah. for her mm-hmm. to like organize and stuff. Like that. Yeah, and yeah. she's especially her. She's trying to hide it. Yeah. So I feel like for her, she wishes she didn't have it because it would make like her life so much easier. Well, didn't like um, didn't she use it to her advantage when uh, Daniel like insulted her daughter? Yeah. Like she just. I think it just like came out of her. She didn't, mm-hmm. It was kind of like like um, bottled up anger that yeah. kind of just got like released on accident. Then, yeah, I feel like for definitely for some people it'd be more useful to them if they didn't have it because then they don't need to hide it and but try to like, control it. Yeah, learning to control it is also a difficulty yeah. for some people. Not so, to learn to control it. Yeah, so either is the camps. Do you think anyone would want to have it to? Uh, kind of like wreak havoc in a way. I feel like we haven't really seen that many people like want the power for bad. Uh-huh. I feel like they just got it and they're trying to figure out what to do with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're still in that learning stage. I feel like learning is also a pretty good theme throughout like the 100 pages because we're all they're all still learning. Mm-hmm. Even like the men they're still learning how to deal with it and they think that this requires immediate violent action mm-hmm. and the women are still trying to learn how to control it use it understand it like no one really knows what's going on yeah, yeah it's like a new true. world like it changes completely. yeah like the whole world changed yeah like, so, like obviously there's going to be like some sort of chaos yeah, yeah like because nobody how knows anything Like, there's so much development in each character that's mm-hmm. they're still learning more about themselves and how they can deal with the constant threats from men and learning themselves how to deal with that. Like, they need to learn adversity and all this new stuff that they didn't have to learn before. Yeah, like, Tunde is also learning about more, like, about the power in himself, even though, like, he doesn't have it, but... Like back what, to what we said about uh, <clears throat> Margaret, like when um, 
she shocked Daniel because of what he said. She was, she thought she was gonna be like, she kind of thought like she was kind of over. Like she thought she was gonna get in like trouble for that and like that hurt like her chances. But she looked up, like she was looked upon as like, sh I guess you could say like strong and um, she standing up for herself. And you know, people embraced that for her. And obviously uh, she was, you know, elected from that. So kind of paid off, I guess you can say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. want to talk about the developing characters mm -hmm. now yeah okay so I feel like each character has developed increasingly in one of their more uh, like outstanding or like showable aspects of themselves like I feel like Roxy developed a lot because she's starting to use the power like to her advantage like she's gained a lot of confidence from it mm -hmm. to sort of start like following in her dad's footsteps in a sense. Yeah, like just, she had a troubled past. Yeah, she's getting a little violent. Yeah, using her powers for that that side of her. Mm -hmm. And with other characters like Ali, she's using her voice, you know, to like tell people off. She's like, "Hey, yo, please." do this, do this, like, mm -hmm. trying to get help, you know. And Roxy and Allie meet in this part. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's their de development because they're, they met each other, like, they're going to learn about each other and learn things about their power together. Mm -hmm. I feel like having a friend would really help develop both of them quicker so they're not learning them by themselves. Mm -hmm. Like, the religion has also... Like develops a lot. Yeah, the like, the legends gained like a lot of popularity. Yeah. What about the movement? Do you think the movements develop? I mean, like when they talked about the women in Delhi, um, they were like awakening the power. Um, and they were like trying to gain more rights from it. That's why there were riots in the streets and <coughs> outbreaks and like um, destruction there. Um, and a woman paralyzed Tundi with her power. So, like, do you try to, you know, use your power for, like, that and, like, that movement's picking up, I guess? Yeah. I feel like the news is still broadcasting false information mm -hmm. about, mm -hmm. like, how the power is being used. Yeah. And I feel Which like is, that's affecting characters. Yeah. They're all getting more violent. They're all because getting, of what the news is putting out. Yeah, they're all more upset on, mm -hmm. like, why the news is putting out false information for no reason. And Tutney was affected by that, too. Yeah. By that incident. He was, like, really, like, um, shook by it. And it was kind of like, um, kind of had, like, PTSD later on with uh, a journalist. Yeah, so he's, like, traumatized mm -hmm. based on what he hears and sees mm -hmm. because of false allegations and just more violence. Yeah. Like, the there's violence just so much of it yeah. that affects each character mm -hmm. as they, like, get to know the power. I Did feel they, like Tunde also, like, knows a lot more about the power than some of the women. And that's, like, developed in this part of the book because yeah. he's, like, at the center of it all. Like following all the riots and everything, mm -hmm. so he's seeing everything firsthand. 
Yeah, like he's visually seeing what different people are using the power for and mm -hmm. he has more of an understanding on how it is being used and how it can be used as but he doesn't know how to like how hard it is to develop that that control because obviously he doesn't have it mm -hmm. I think he looks at it as like um, a harmful like a harmful um, not right being like just a bad advantage that women have. I feel like he looks at it like a reporter would look at it. Like, it is, it can be harmful, it can be useful, it can be good. Like, he has uh -huh. options yeah. that he, on different ways he can see it. Uh -huh. I don't feel like he just looks at it one way like other men. Yeah, I feel like he sees it a lot differently than other men. He doesn't see it as much of a threat. Mm -hmm. He's not, like, completely terrified in resorting to violence. He was actually kind of scared when, uh, the reporter talked to him at the end because of how violent things were going to get. Yeah. So do we have any predictions on what the second half of the book will? Uh, I think it'll be really bad if what this guy is saying is true about the using nuclear power mm -hmm. yeah. to hurt women and that would just end up hurting everyone. Yeah, that using nuclear weapons does not make sense yeah. because that would not only hurt the women yeah but also like an entire country mm -hmm. I mean nuclear weapons I think that they're going to try to develop something where only men can get like um, their own power like a yeah. sort like, of like a superpower I don't yeah. know and they're trying to make a cure so maybe that'll come up in the oh same yeah way. they said that they were going to see if they could cure the women of like the, their diseased ways or whatever uh -huh. like i feel like how would they do that though because some women like like i'm like like i brought up earlier like you think some don't want it and some want it mm -hmm. like most of these women i feel like are happy like, and do you think the cure will be yeah. forced well i know they mentioned they, they put it in the water the so they would have no idea they were getting it or not yeah. yeah so it would have like no like side effect then so they would just put it like natural water and like, like men can drink, drink it drink like it. even though yeah, yeah, because since they don't have the power, like, mm -hmm. they, won't, they won't get rid of anything. And they can't, like, not drink water, so... Yeah, so... I, I don't like, think they would work around that, though. I feel like they could try, mm -hmm. like, use, like, I don't know, like, purifier, or, like, yeah. an advanced purifier or something. They would definitely come up with something. Yeah. yeah, I feel like they'll come up with something, a way to, like, defend against what the men are throwing at them. Because they do have the power, uh -huh. so I feel like they can yeah. just... No. Could you guys see like a war breaking out though? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Between men and women? Definitely. Yeah, I think they mentioned that at some point. Yeah. There would be like a war between men and women. How yeah. do you think that would like affect like society though? It would affect it a lot. Like imagine if like women were on one side and men were on the other and yeah. there was like no in between. Like how could the human race go on? It would like separate yeah. like, society because the human race would just not exist. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's creating conflict between two sexes, and it's like... Two sexes that need each other. Yeah, like, it's like the biggest conflict ever, imagine. Like, if a war broke out, and there was truly a no middle ground, two separate sides, no in the middle, the human race would be doomed. 
Yeah. yeah. Until they resolved their issues. Which that probably wouldn't happen if it got yeah. that serious. If it got that serious, there's no way I believe there's I believe no way that the men would give up their their violence at all because they're already resorting to nuclear weapons. Yeah, I don't see where there would be a stopping point in that mm -hmm. either. Yeah. I could just see that going on for years and years. Yeah. And then even at like even after a war would happen like they yeah, realize yeah oh, they're screwed mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i don't think they would think about the consequences before going into it either because everyone's just so scared yeah mm -hmm. and there'd be like tension between younger boys and younger girls i yeah, feel like it would start cool. from like a young age mm -hmm. that like fight would just <coughs> be like in them yeah, yeah. But maybe you now the situation would get better like if the character starts knowing himself and better hopefully like, it gets better because yeah. if it doesn't then like there's no turning back like nuclear weapons have a permanent effect yeah mm -hmm. it's like the worst possible solution yeah. yeah i do feel like that the girls are gonna uh think of something to let's not let that happen though like for a war not to break out yeah yeah, yeah, I could see that. Mm -hmm. But I could see them, like, um, standing their ground, though. They're not just accepting, you know, the fact that men want to, like, abolish what they have over them. Yeah. yeah. I'm Sean Seymour. Jack. Catherine. And we are the Electrifying Truth. So in uh, today's podcast, we will actually be discussing and defining um, the experiences of the characters in the novel. Um, so we're just going to jump right in. Yeah, I think like characters in this novel has like gone through a lot to this point. Yeah. Yeah. Like, a lot of things have happened to them. Yeah, I agree. Um, especially off of this reading, how Roxy's brother Ricky was um, raped and assaulted by, you know, a group of women who were maliciously using the power, um, not for good. Yeah, and Roxy really starts to like come into her own in this section, yeah. and use her power to help like with what she's doing with all the drug trade and everything. Yeah, and I think Jocelyn also kind of like <clears throat> went through a lot in this chapter. Like she went to, um, what is it called, the Cypher? North Star? No. The camp? Yeah, the camp. Yeah. Yeah. And like, like she was struggling and she said like, um, I didn't know who I am. Mm -hmm. and she got help there. And I think she is really upset with her mother in this section yeah. because her mom doesn't want her with her boyfriend. Yeah. So she starts to, like, gain this kind of hatred towards her mom and wants to come up with a way to kind of get revenge or just prove her point mm -hmm. that her mom can't dictate what she does. And I think she's starting to, like, mature a lot in this section. Yeah, like... To become an adult. She's mom, becoming, like, rebellious. Yeah. Yeah, her mom sends her to, like, a psychotherapist, right? Mm -hmm. But she feels like she can't tell the therapist anything. Yeah. You think she feels that because it's like an invasion of her privacy, like she doesn't feel like it's safe to talk to the therapist? 
Yeah, well, I'm sure she thinks her mom will find out everything that she's saying. She, like, doesn't want to be completely honest. Do you think that's because, um, she's, like, uh, scared of being punished? I think she's definitely scared of being yeah. punished. And her mom's so powerful at this point, like, that's true. I don't even think she trusts her mom completely anymore. Mm-hmm. That's pretty sad. Like, honestly. Yeah. I think um, Tatiana also becomes a huge part of the story in this section. Because she invites everyone to come visit Besapara. Mm -hmm. And that's when all the characters are kind of, they don't know each other yet, but they're all in the same place. Yeah, like they're all coming together. Mm -hmm. And she uh, strikes a deal with Margo. Yeah, she does. And I think, like, religion also comes to, like, a, um, like, a pretty bar, pretty big part in this section, like, where, um, I think they cured a boy who's, like, who, who can walk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it was Chris, right? Yeah, Chris. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, it was pretty crazy how they, uh, like, cured him. I know. I think for Roxy's character, she's starting to change because she's realizing that like her family, she can't trust them anymore, especially her dad after he kidnaps her. Mm -hmm. yeah. She's like, that's my, I think in part of her is like, that's my dad, but the other part of her is like, he's just not a good guy and like seeing what she's doing to her. Is that why you think like she can't be found right now? Like yeah, I think. She's probably just trying to stay away from them because they know that, like, she knows her dad could find her at mm -hmm. any point in time. I think that she's, like, on, like, a self-journey for, like, finding herself mm -hmm. through, like, life right now just yeah. because of all the hardships she's faced. Mm -hmm. I think um, she doesn't want to be in, like, the public view and around people. I feel like she just kind of wants to be like, isolated and um, figure herself out, kind of. Yep. And now that her dad had her power removed from her so she probably feels powerless I mean obviously if she can't she doesn't have what she used to have so she's probably scared yeah I, I agree with that like um, that's that's pretty like weird how her dad removed the power and gave it to her brother mm -hmm. like I I just can't imagine that I mean I mean that must make her feel completely like, degraded because Powerless. yeah and I think also like because she ha she's been having this power for like a long time yeah now yeah. she just doesn't have anything and that's kind of how she was like building her like empire was based mm -hmm. on the fact yeah. that she was so powerful yeah and she got used to it the yeah. power yeah and now her dad and her brother are gonna go and do this to like a lot of women and that's how they're gonna continue on mm -hmm. making like a lot of money which is really sad because that means like a lot of women are going to lose their power. But do you think that that will um, stir up more violence with those two stealing women's power and giving it to other like men? Yeah, because like men are kind of because when they have power, mm -hmm. they'll go back on like that I think. Mm -hmm. It'll just cause more violence. Do you think that the society that they live in is kind of like ours, how um, men are like on top and like uh, politically and like their status and stuff 
So like now that they don't have a power and it's kind of like women that are like the ones who they're frightened yeah. of and all and they're scared of um they kind of want to get back at them by yeah. having the power and stuff yeah and yeah. i think once they get the power like they won't use it i think they're going to act out of like anger mm-hmm. yeah. rather than making like more normal decisions mm-hmm. they're probably going to like hurt a lot of women yeah, do you think, think that they'll be more powerful than women probably because probably. they because they were in power before, yeah. and like now, like physically, they're like more powerful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it will kind of be similar to like when the women first got power. Like, I don't know what to do with it. And, like, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I could true. agree with that. I mean, a lot of them probably won't know how to like control it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then they're probably allowed to use it for like malicious acts. Yeah. And what's also interesting when like Roxy, um, goes back on the women who raped her brother. Mm-hmm. Like, she didn't hurt any of them. Like, she did, but she didn't kill any of them. And yeah. Like, I think she said she even called the ambulance for them, so I think it was like... Well, I think she's just, like, very protective of her brother and yep. uses her power, like, to not hurt people, to scare them. You yeah. see, mm-hmm. the point. I think, like, that was a great use of power. Mm-hmm. Just to, like, send a message. Did it, Daryl? Yeah, but, uh, yeah, some other characters, uh, that we can talk about, um... Tunde. Yeah. Tunde. So he's in Vesapara, and he's, like, seeing everything unfold, and he's realizing that he needs to get home before he gets trapped there, and mm-hmm. it's not going to be good once he stays there. Now, I don't really understand the significance of Tunde. Do you think, like, I feel like he's just, like, um, I mean, he's a powerless man. In this book, he's kind of just like a regular, like a regular guy. Yeah. Um, I think later down the line, like he will stumble upon like the power and stuff. Yeah, I feel like for his character to have like significance, he would have to stumble upon the power. Like mm-hmm. something has to happen with that. I just feel like he's like too plain of a character to be mm-hmm. in this book. I mean, when we look at all the other characters, they all have a unique trait about them, mm-hmm. and you know, Tuna is just like a regular old dude. Yeah, I feel like he does like find himself in the middle of all the significant like mm-hmm. power um, like he's always just there when stuff happens mm-hmm. so I guess that could be his significance is that he's there like reporting yeah that is yeah, at the I same think, time like, like mm. I think like he provides from that, like another point of view mm-hmm. from like man in the book yeah yeah and he's like s- witnessing how women are treating him yep and trying to like and shows that like he can gain their trust yeah so it's kind of showing that not all men are like using it they want to have the power they want to like take it away from mm-hmm. women he's like, just kind of accepted it yeah like when it all started jinde was kind of like one of the first men who got like shocked by this power and like going through he also knows more about the power so mm-hmm. he's also like one of the pretty important characters in this book yeah yeah i can agree with that um, another character we can discuss while we're up here that'd be like I guess would have a significant role like like Allie Margaret Margaret, Margaret. yeah Margaret so she's starting to like come into power because she has the camp and yep. she makes a deal with Tatiana which is like huge for her mm-hmm. and Margaret like 
mean, she's pretty up there now, right? Yeah. yeah. She's really, like, she has all the power. She has, like, the political power yeah. and that hand mm-hmm. um, that she can dictate with, which puts her in, at an advantage, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, for her and woman. Doesn't she start talking to Tatiana about sending some of the girls at North Star to like fight in a war? Yeah. I think that's kind of, is that kind of the deal they were making? Like Tatiana um, would be like the, I guess the North Star like, woman would be like a, they said like a private army. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They said yeah, and would fight like that. And that would be like really powerful because they all have the power. Yeah, and like they've been to the camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they've all been trained how to yeah. use it. I mean, I guess you could say they're like a militia though. Like a private army. Yeah. That's not really like a common thing. No. And it could be looked at in like societies of a terrorist group though. That's very yeah, true. Yeah, like low key. I think they mentioned in the book, like mentioning how it's like a terrorist mm-hmm. group. Yeah, yeah. They do mm-hmm. say yeah, they that. Do. yeah. Mm-hmm. That kind of like put like a bad rap on women though. Yeah. Yeah. But that was. I don't know, it was kind of like essential how America wanted to use them, like, as a private army, which basically terrorists, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you think her arm, like, the army would be, like, useful for, though? Self-defense? Or, Probably like, self-defense. Maybe, like, conquering? Maybe conquering? Or, like, protecting Bessa Perra? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I don't know if they have an army right now. I think the camp was attacked, but wasn't really attacked, but, like, there was, like, three men outside the fence or mm-hmm. something like that. Well, I'm sure people... Besopara is like run by a woman who's really likes the power and like supports the power. So mm-hmm. I'm sure people are gonna try to like attack it and take over. Yeah, it's kind of like a symbol. Yeah. But the location of Besopara, you say yeah. yeah, a symbol of independence. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. I think Ali also is like significant mm-hmm. to Tatiana because she's there in Besapara, like comforting her, using her power to heal mm-hmm. her, mm-hmm. and she wants to like stay there and help her. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think they kind of like feed off of each other. Mm-hmm. Like they kind of like need each other in order to be. Um, I wouldn't say in order to like survive, but like in order to feel like strength, they need like each other's company. Mm-hmm. I think Tatiana really relies on Allie at this point. Yeah. Because I think she's starting to go like insane a little bit. Like having so much power is a lot of pressure on her, so mm-hmm. she uses Allie as a way to calm her down mm-hmm. and reassure her that everything is okay. So like Allie kind of serves as like the um, the diffuser mm-hmm. to Tatiana. Yeah. yeah. I remember reading that Tatiana was constantly saying that people were trying to attack her, or there was people out to get her, which wasn't necessarily true. She was just like in her head mm-hmm. thinking that. So I think Allie really helps get rid of that idea in her mm-hmm. head. Yeah, would you say that she's turning like crazy, you think? Yeah, I think a little. Like mm-hmm. psychotic? Yeah. I wonder how that's gonna go for like down the line in the book. Like, yeah. I mean, and now she's a part of like this, uh, I guess you said the private army. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't know. That's pretty scary to me. It yeah. is. Just because a lot of these terrorist groups have like crazy like leaders and like, she's kind of like, um, she's kind of like off the spectrum a little bit. Yeah. 
was like hallucinating seeing stuff like hearing voices like it's mm. a little crazy yeah it was also interesting to me like um like at the end of the part it says like men are no longer permitted to drive cars and like they're not permitted to own business yeah and the, they say men have to have like a woman guardian that they uh-huh. belong yeah like to. they're not no longer permitted to vote i think they're like yeah. just what happened to like women like a century ago and now like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now it's like going back in time yeah and it's kind of like the, how like the middle east like it's kind of like modern day middle east how um women can't go outside like alone they have to like walk with men and mm-hmm. stuff yep. the worlds have kind of like changed i guess you can say like yeah. they're kind of like viewed as property i guess yeah because yeah. a lot of men are walking if they're like walking alone women are like where's your guardian or like do you have one yeah. mm-hmm. and then there's consequences if they don't it's just like modern day middle east so. mm-hmm. yeah all right well uh this was electrifying truth and thank you for listening I'm Sean Seymour, Jack, Catherine, and Nick, and we are the Electrifying Truth. So on today's podcast, we will be discussing and making our final statements that respond to the essential question, which is, what is the relationship between gender, gender identity, and power? And I feel like there's a lot of power is being associated in the book with gender considering the the entirety of the book all the women have get power or most women get power and they have this new identity that they form to create for themselves like as they progress throughout the book each woman or girl that has the power starts realizing that they have more potential than what they used to have and they start creating their own version of what they feel like they should be yeah, they start to develop as characters throughout the story with the yeah. power and like a lot of them change and kind of develop a new identity. Yeah, I feel yeah. like they start off with the power, like the literal power that they have, but then it turns into more like their identity overthrows the power and like becomes part of it, you know? Yeah, facts, yeah. yeah. Like they start with the power and then yeah. like they're not really like only using the power as why they're so strong. Like more yeah, 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 totally agree. So in that, like, in the last bit of the book, you know, I thought it was pretty good. I don't know what you guys thought, but I enjoyed finishing up. Um, you know, Roxy kind of helped Tunde out, mm-hmm. um, and you know, helped them escape the country, uh, and she learned that you know, the woman killed Daryl. So there was kind of like a bit of it that came up. She helped Tunde and kind of learned that Daryl was dead. So that kind of developed a lot into the ending. It's true. It is true. So I think like the central question, which is what is the relationship between gender and identity and power? Um, you know, in the, like it's, it's the opposite in the book and in real life, right? Because in real life, man wore like the gender and power, mm-hmm. and in book it's um, females. But so I think like you know, it's just because um, you know in our world, man is just physically more powerful, mm-hmm. and so that begins with you know the patriarchy and. 
and in the book, so with women having more power, it's starting to change, and I think that's why the book is really interesting. It just shows a, you know, like a complete opposite um, point of view yeah. than in real life. I feel like nowadays, like in real life, women are starting to feel more empowered, like with all the movements going on, and that's kind of like relates back to the book because women are coming into power. Yeah, kind of going back to what Jack said, like how it's like opposite, like um, women are kind of often they have their fears when it comes to men like walking alone at night um and you know just being afraid of you know men kind of during those times and in the book the roles are kind of switched uh women now have power and they have an ability to defend themselves and they also have the ability to take advantage of other men and this is kind of frightful to men and causes them to be fearful of their lives when they travel like the tickets that they have to have, like, a woman guardian, pretty much. Yeah. It's, like, huge overtaking of their power just because yeah. they can't even be alone. Like, they'll literally go to jail if they're alone. It's, like, the total role of, like, role what women are in the Middle East. Yeah. I, like, yeah. I was just going to say that, like, the relationships developed in the book are similar to those, like, in the real life. Like, how one would help one another and then like how one would develop like friendship and like kindness and I feel like that has a lot to deal with identity as well because the way you interact with people and how you interact with people and like your actions with other people will also like affect how you feel like you consider yourself down the line like in the book with like Roxy and Tunday and how they developed over their period of time along with Ali. Like, I feel like there was a lot of character development in their interactions with other characters related to their own identity. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that relates back to the real world because everyone does that. Everyone has to, like, interact with some way and that forms and shapes their identity and what they view for everyone else. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I also feel like the support from like other people makes you more powerful because it gives you that confidence and that constant support right by your side to make all your decisions, which is what happened to like Allie and Roxy at first. Yeah, I was just gonna say they like fed off of each other. Fed off of each other, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So do you think like the power, like the relationship between gender and power is? I kind of feel like it's just literally just physical power. Like, which gender has more power it becomes, like, the dominant mm-hmm. in society. Just I would say uh, the relationship is kind of, like, hand-in-hand. Hand. Um, women with the power have the ability to use it for good, and some have the ability to use it for bad. Like, there were instances that were good, like, when... Um, his name was Daniel, right? This was so early in the book. That was running against Marga. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he got shocked because of he was <coughs> kind of saying some outlandish things oh, yeah. about her daughter. And um, so I feel like rightfully so, uh, the power was used in a good instance. And then there was the instance of when Tunde was like jumped by all these women in uh, Delhi at the protests, um, and he was kind of taken advantage of. I don't think that that was used in a rightful manner, and it was dangerous and probably could have killed him. Yeah, I think for a lot of women, like, in that, with Tunde, in that case, they just got frustrated. Mm-hmm. They saw a man, they figured he was 
had bad intentions, so then they used it impulsively. But I mean, it still wasn't right. Mm-hmm. Like they were just acting like out of fear and anger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they kind of just assumed that he was going to be, you know, a bad guy and a threat to them. Like getting like any sort of power or leadership role, you definitely need to have responsibility because if you don't take like in, like if you don't take in what's going on or you don't have a complete understanding of what to do or how to deal with things, then power could consume you and you could just act out of irrationality like those girls did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like being able to, no matter what your gender, I feel like too much power can be too much for oneself to, con- to control. Whether it's like you're a man or like a woman, even in like in the book or real life, I feel like having friends, having any sort of support or outlet will like help you control and think rationally because you'll have other other people to feed off of. Uh huh. Do you think that people in the book made decisions with the power based off of emotion, like a good amount of times instead of you know like you said rational thinking? I feel like yeah. I feel like most of the time, uh, people acted out of their own like their own feelings and I feel like most of the time they cared about like how to deal with the situation but I don't feel like it was completely like thought out like like set in stone plans Mm -hmm. like I feel like every every like usage of power had a reason behind it yeah I feel like like it's hard for them to be like completely rational yeah it's hard for anyone to be completely rational it's even like like being in complete panic or just being filled with emotion it's rare that one can control all of that emotion mm-hmm. and keep it in check I feel like too just because they like, have the power they know they have it like it's always on like the back of their mind so if something happens to them obviously like, their emotions are going to play into it and then they'll probably just use their power because it's like their first instinct at that point rather than to like work things out and talk it out they would just use their power because they know that's like the easiest option. They kind of feel like invincible and that they can yeah. kind of, I guess you would say, I want to say act up, but like they could kind of be demanding and if they don't get their way, they can always fall back to the power. Mm-hmm. Do you think it could be turned into second nature at some point? Rightfully so, I think it could. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like they're already getting used to it. Yeah, I feel like. And it's like you have it, why wouldn't you just use it for every, everything? everything like your one solution mm-hmm. but like it shouldn't be because like you should use like not like force or any sort of like pressure i feel like a good way to like deal with most of this is a lot of talk but also like people also don't like really listen so i can see why i, re- I have a question uh, for the group this this raised an argument between evan and i um <laughs> so do you guys think that the power is like more powerful than like weapons like such as like guns and like do you think it serves as a greater danger than those i feel like yeah definitely like you think the power is more dangerous than like an ar or something because it's not like like, it's not a you know like it's not an object it's something that true like it's always on you Uh and you can always just like whip it out like obviously you could whip a gun out but like yeah a gun can always be on you too you stay strapped But like, but I feel like the power just comes like out of them. I feel like it's more dangerous when it comes with you. Maybe like, you have it. Like it's yeah, part of your body, I guess. It's just harder for you to control it. And like, 
But you do have to be like touching the object you yeah, want to hit, so maybe not. Uh, I still feel like the power is like really the dangerous. I feel like more so than a weapon, just because like just the power of being more confident is a power in itself. Plus their power and like the way that they act after, mm -hmm. because they gain a lot of confidence mm -hmm. and courage. And they're standing with other people. Like if you're with other people, it's more likely that you're gonna follow or lead them than like, like say some dude pulled out a gun on you, but like there's like three of you there. Like you're not gonna back down. Like yeah. you know you have the confidence. You know you can do whatever. Like uh -huh. I feel like you could just like shrug it off as another inconvenience. Uh huh. But yeah, also like the power of an AR can like you know. Yeah. I can. So it's hard damage. to tell. I know, I guess you could say there's kind of, like, no, like, clear answer. What do you think? I mean, I think, you know, I think guns are probably, uh, I guess they, I guess you couldn't say, like, that they'd be a bigger threat to society, because this kind of caused a whole war. Well, yeah. I, I guess, like, guns like guns are more powerful, but, like, I think the power, um, the power is just more dangerous. Yeah, like, guns would be more powerful. Yeah. I feel like, but not but everyone power, can get a gun, but every, every woman can have the power, though. True. Yeah. So you don't know. I think it's more dangerous because more people have the power. Well, because technically now every grown-up, you know, woman can still get a gun. Uh huh. Right in society. I feel like the power is not as easily accessible because, like, yeah, like you said, anyone can get a gun, but like not everyone can get the power, and that's only women. So. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. So, Ollie. Yeah. Shut up. Um, did we answer the essential question? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. This has been the Electrifying Truth. Um, and this was a great podcast. I'm Sean Seymour. Jack. Catherine. And Nick. And we are signing off. Thank you. Hello. We are the hand. I'm Evan. I'm Jack. Catherine. And Nick. Uh, today we're going to be talking about central themes and character development, like specifically storytelling, desensitization, and love and friendship. Okay, so I feel like there are main like themes in the novel, such as like gender roles, religion, uh, fertility, rebellion, love, and as Evan said, storytelling and mem memory, as well as love and friendship. And I feel like all of those are very good like ways that Alfred uses or very good ways of representing Alfred and how her life is being lived because Alfred or let's just focus on love and friendship Alfred like not a lot to love in Gilead not a lot to mm -hmm. yeah like love is banned and the only love that Alfred has is the love that she's previously experienced or have looked back on in the past. So all she can do is just look back to really like feel those feelings that she felt. Yeah. Because yeah, she's she, not experiencing that anymore. Yeah, yeah, she always talks about her husband and her daughter and like the flashbacks are a way of seeing the love they have. Yeah. But then, if you were in like the same situation, like all you'd be able to do is just look back on the memories that you once had. Mm-hmm. feel like... There's no love in Gilead, like... Yep. The idea is just gone. Yeah. Cause the yeah. whole point is just to ha get married so you can have kids. There's like yeah. no other per There wouldn't be marriage if they wasn't like reproduction out of it. That uh, 
that just totally takes away from how Offred is, how, how Offred was used to feeling and taking all that away, she completely changes a person and dehumanizes them in a way so they can't feel anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think dehumanization is also like a big theme of this book. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, like women are just, or like the handmaids are just considered yeah, as- their one purpose. Yeah, they're Nobody just tools to give birth. Okay. Um, like the women don't, <coughs> don't have like any rights. Right. That's like the colors that they wear yep. dehumanizes yeah. them because they're not seen as a person. They're just the color yeah. they're wearing is like the role they play in society. And that's yeah. all they're seen as. Yeah, it just like clearly shows this like society class. That goes back to the theme of gender roles and yeah. how male are more powerful and women mm -hmm. aren't powerful and they only serve a purpose and yeah, that purpose is said, for the men. They said like women, they wanted to have their biological rights without being bothered with like working or anything mm -hmm. yeah. that just shows like men don't want women working like they want them to i think they said like fulfill their biological destinies so all they're seen as is a way to have kids yeah like colors are a big theme in, the, in this in this uh book there are colors everywhere like the like the, the tulips like the the chassel is that what it's called yeah the chassel mm -hmm. and like just the robes that they're wearing their, mm -hmm. their gowns like the different colors tell them that one person that you are here for this purpose and this person mm -hmm. it takes away from their entire existence and how they feel yeah I think colors yeah. yeah colors huge so another big thing was desensitization like Offred is super desensitized from her old life I read, I remember reading a part where she was walking in the street and she said something about how there was only two bodies hanging from the wall. Yeah, and she was just like, she was just like, oh, there's only two bodies. Like, that's not normal. She's completely desensitized and like, that wouldn't happen in like her previous life. So she's yeah. just become like completely desensitized and like the new society she's is so normal to, to her like yeah. the society yeah, is doing more and more like, like seeing everybody. dead bodies on the wall is just normal to her and she just like keeps walking doesn't yeah, think she, anything of it yeah. yeah she's surprised that there's only two mm -hmm. and i feel like or i feel like that provides character development for offering mm -hmm. yeah because you see that like she might not want to change but like society is definitely changing her yeah like her as a person she was very like like before everything, she was like a normal girl, but now like she was she was getting used to everything, and she didn't like push boundaries of the society that has that has been created. She didn't do really anything. She kept well, quiet. She can't do anything about it, really. Yeah, she yeah. couldn't do anything she about it. She was just getting used to it. She didn't yeah. like really know. Like she's just looking for a way to live in that society. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like trying to get a better life and get rid of. I think her character is different than a lot of the other handmaids. Yep. Because she realizes the wrong going on and like wants to do something about it, while the other handmaids kind of just like they just follow around. the rules. Yeah. They don't want to like get in trouble, but Offred's willing to get in trouble or like be yeah. killed if that's what it takes for her to like get mm -hmm. her point across. Yeah, her curiosity is what is pushing back society's limits, mm -hmm. and that is very dangerous considering like. The rules are set and if you break any of these like the punishment is lethal so i feel like she's developed through the story to the point where she doesn't really care like the consequences she just wants to like find a way to 
rebel against mm-hmm. society. Yeah, she's, she's like unhappy a, there. Yeah. Oppressed for too long. Yeah. Like all the handmaids are. But most of them are just they just sit idle to it. Yeah, they're Slowly. like they're like they're not rebelling or anything to oppression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh the way that she was developing was to push boundaries of like society, like to tell the other handmaids that something that this is wrong. This yeah. is not doing anything for us. And also that they have to follow rules to the to the to the like the, the, the letter. Like there's not really much room for error or wiggle room at all. While like the men can get away with basically whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can get away with a lot more. Cause one of the, like, cause her commander, her commander, remember like uh, she like flaunted her off. Yeah, I think his her relationship with the commander has kind of like started her rebellious phase mm-hmm. because she's realizing like he might have emotions towards her, which means she can like she has a little bit more room to like find the rules because she yeah. knows that he won't like tell anybody yeah because he's doing things that are just as wrong as what she's doing yeah so they're kind of like having a little give or take of like she's getting information and he's like getting something out of it whatever that might be don't you think uh it, like they'll believe him over Alfred like because yeah. like just 100%. because he's a man yeah like why would they believe a hand? Over, yeah. oh, and he's one Over of like the highest power yeah, commanders high there is. Like, but I think he he like understands that they both have the understanding that like they won't tell anybody. Yeah, they have mutual understanding, and yeah. and and I assume that like Alfred is doing this cu- or using her curiosity to get herself out of her situation. Yeah, because a lot of times she's like <clears throat> very close to asking him something. Like something that she's curious about, and then she's like, "No, I should wait, or yeah. should wait till later to ask him that." Yeah. So she's definitely using her relationship with him to her advantage, which is like her development because she's starting to come into like Gilead and like realize she can kind of work around the rules a little bit. Yeah, I think she's getting more like used to this society. Like she knows she has to use everything around her to yeah, survive. Yeah, she knows how to like use her resources. Yep. Yeah. She's, yeah, and like not like she's mature. being reckless either. No, she's, she's being, being very super smart. careful yeah. and like super very careful and smart. Smart about what she's doing, what she's not doing. Like, like using everything she can to get her advantages. Yeah, like she has a purpose for mm-hmm. everything that she does to like get her out of her situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that Serena Joy also had like a big character development, like always throughout the whole book she was like an advocate for like the traditional values of mm-hmm. Gilead and like as the book went on like she even offered offered a cigarette so like that just shows like she's kind of like changing yeah. her her thinking a little bit Cause she wouldn't even talk to Alfred or look at her yeah mm-hmm. she like really resented Alfred and then she kind of like extends a hand by giving her a cigarette but it's interesting like she doesn't have like more like a lot more freedom than Offered. No, but like. But I think she has more power. The only thing she has, like, yeah, she has, she has more power. I think the only thing she has is like power over Offered. Yeah, so she just like looks down upon. Mm-hmm. Like, that goes back to religious values, because this society was based off of a religious belief, and she's based off religion, so mm-hmm. I feel like that comes from somewhere. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 
you have any predictions? Hmm. I think someone's going to try to escape. I bet Offred will yeah, try to escape. Yeah, she'll try to escape for sure. she's already, like, so done with society and rebelling. I think she's going to try to figure out a way to escape. Yeah. I feel like if she tries to escape or she's going to try and get someone else to try and escape for her, mm-hmm. that, te- like, I guess that is, like, bait, but, like, to see what's going to happen if, like, someone tries, you know? And then they, like, make an example out of that person. Like, you end up doing this, this is what happens to you, and that will either push off her forward to change or push her back and realize that this is a mistake. Mm-hmm. I think that about wraps it up. So thank you for uh, listening, and uh, we'll see you next week.